Pokey Ventures is not associated with Game Freak, Nintendo, or the Pokemon Company. But you know, you can always get in touch. Welcome to Pokey Ventures, a small podcast where players are thrown into a world of Pokemon and adventures. Players play as the Pokemon, it's their goal to find out how they got there and what role they have in this world. Be sure to check out our socials in the podcast description. We now have a Twitter, which is Pokemon Ventures. We also have a Discord, so please feel free to join. Enjoy. Welcome to Poke Ventures. My name's Joe, and I'm your favorite DM from this point forwards. Today, I'm joined by George and Thanex. Guys, welcome. This is your first session together. It's very exciting. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> George, and you nothing, sound very no, enthusiastic. Nothing, nothing, absolutely, absolutely nothing can go wrong. <laughs> oh, see, now everything will go wrong. I was going to ask you guys to do a quick fun fact about your characters, but you guys are still discovering your characters, right? So unless you have something you want to have as a fun fact, then we could probably maybe do that in a later episode. So do either of you have like a fun fact you want to give for your Pokemon? Um, I've only had one session, like one episode with this character. So like, I don't think this early is like I've concreted out enough stuff. And about you, Thanex, did you want to add anything for your character? Actually, I kind of did. Um, or I, was, I was kind of thinking hard on it. I was thinking about how, how we interacted on the first episode. I actually think I have a very unreasonable nervousness you see how i reacted in the grass and um how i instantly panicked that led to my sumo walk up the slope when we had the, <laughs> that all the, the shaking grass and yes. shaking trees I remember um, that. Yeah. yeah so i have i have a i have a very unconscionable like fear of unknown okay so that, that makes perfect sense so without further ado we're gonna start that we're gonna start the yeah the adventure carry on where we left off so thanex last episode you were with starly and you guys were about to head to the ice cavern to finish off his quest you were helping him with, right? That's correct, yeah. So a little bit of off-camera action happened with you and Starly. So you did go and complete his bounty with him up, up, up at the ice cavern, and you are now heading back down towards the Mr. Mime hut again, and Starly has, has bid you farewell. He's flown back to town, and as he left on his way, he said, well, thank you so much for helping me with my uh, with my quest there, uh, Chimchar. Well, if you well if you need anything, just just come down to Marquesa, and I will be of assistance anytime. All right. Well, my farewell message was basically uh, a sad stare. It was almost like a little, little deep deep wave. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> poor Chimchar, feeling feeling so alone, left left on the hill. So yeah, you're next to Mister Mime's hut again as Starly's flying off into the distance. And last time we left you, George, you were exiting Mister Mime's hut and heading out into the, the snow again, where you almost got blown away by the, by the, by the wind as you opened the door, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like that, yeah. yeah. Ab- so, Abra's only small. So, yeah, I'm going to just, just set the scene. Yeah. We're going to roll a D100 for weather. Um, so we have a 26. As you're walking down the, the snowy peak, coming from Starly leaving you off and flying into the distance. It's actually quite cloudy and calm. There's not a lot of snow falling. It seems to, the weather's kind of cleared up a bit. Um, It's looking a bit more uh, relaxed and chilled. And you look towards, I'm going to say, you look towards the the hut and you can see Abra. You can see an Abra or a a, a yellow and brown Pokemon just just standing outside the door. 
It's just stepped out. What do you do? Uh, so I contradict my characteristic, and I'm curious, although still relatively shy, because now I'm alone again. I think I bound up to the picket fence that surround the hut, and I do the old kind of like half-face peek, just to kind of have a closer look. That's super cute to envision, actually. So you hop <laughs> along to the fence, and you sort of got one hand on like between these pickets, and you're looking up kind of over the picket fence at Abra, who's just stepped out from the shop. So Abra, what are you doing? I'm in the middle of contemplating like how I'm going to go and collect this bug string for Mr. Mime that I promised. And I'm walking out and thinking like, oh my, and, and I'm muttering to myself, bug Pokemon, this is the worst. <laughs> <laughs> and then as I approach the picket fence, um, so remember I have True Sight. You do indeed, yeah, you do have True Sight now, bro. I suddenly sense a presence near the picket fence. And what do you but- do about that, Chimcha? What do you, once, he, once Abra notices you, what's going to happen? Um, I'll do, I'll do the instant reactions to duck. <laughs> Instantly. Well, well, I don't know. Cause I don't, I don't know you. I, I literally don't, uh, my, my knowledge of Pokemon in general is limited, let alone actually having to interact them as a person. So I don't know that, you know, I'm there. I think I'm perfectly hidden. My, my, my shiny butt's below me. So I know you can't see the fire. Uh, <laughs> so obviously if you, if you know that i'm there you've looked right at me and i slowly kind of lift my head back up and you're still staring at me as if to say like and obviously we, we can we have, we have expressions you're kind of going oh what, what are you doing like, i can see it in your eyes so i do a little bit of a wave and i um pretty sure abra's eyes are permanently closed yeah <laughs> oh, oh really yeah abra's got some kind of shut looking eyes on going on there yeah <laughs> Well, I think that I think you, I think you could open your eyes you, if you, you want you, to. You, no, you, 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 get, you get you get the gist because like because my my head is most definitely pointed in Chimchar's direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, I, I guess I guess at this point I'm, I I kind of got the feeling that I know that I've I've been caught. So I kind of slowly lift my head, fully revealed, and I I think I I just say like hi, and I freeze. Hi, hi. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Not literally freeze, right? That would be quite disastrous. No, no, well, oh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm still hanging from this picket fence. I'm, I'm assuming this picket fence is just at least a little bit bigger than I am. So I'm, you know, I'm feet dangling, still hung off the side of this fence. So, uh, from my perspective, Abra's just had this conversation like mere hours ago, and like, and again with Mister Mime mere minutes ago about a chimchar who fell from the sky, and then I go, "Did you fall from the sky?" Uh, I fell from somewhere. I think. Uh, uh, I still don't know where I'm from, so you, we could probably say yes. Who told oh. you this? Oh, thank goodness. I'm in the exact same, well, boat. Oh, so my to God. Speak. My chimchar right now is, I'm now sense of relief and a little bit excited. I bound the fence and I'm now <laughs> almost next to you. And I'm like, please, please help me. Like, seriously, really? You're in the same boat? Because I'm, this has been a really, really weird week. So, uh, Abra, so my, one, one of my abilities is teleport, and according to the law, Abra teleports the instant it feels threatened. I mean, that's true, yeah. yeah. It does yeah. teleport if you feel, but you need yeah. to teleport somewhere you know, so yeah, where, like, would, where, like where would you like actually teleport feet, to? 40 feet backwards. 40 feet, but so... Back in the hut. Inside the hut, or you teleport onto like a random direction around you in 40 feet, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> onto like, the hill or you know, like, up a tree or like, or, like, or like above like just, just straight above like oh this is how I planned this so on top of Mr. Mime's <laughs> hut just, just sitting up there roll roll me um intelligence for the teleport okay 15 
So the teleport works perfectly. So you end up... Where did you say you end up? On top of Mr. Mo's hut. So yeah, you're on top of Mr. Mo's hut. There you go. Roll me perception to see if you know where he's where he's disappeared to. Because in front of your eyes, he just vanished. He went, and he's gone. 11. When 11, you can you can hear the hear where his feet landed on top of the roof. So you, you, you can guess where whereabouts he went. I'll go, can you not do that? <laughs> <laughs> that was automatic. I'm sorry. Please don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Involuntary uh, um, teleportation. <laughs> that, that that literally is what it is. I think the only thing I, I I'm, I'm I'm terribly sorry. Um, it's the first time I've been so relieved that someone else has has been feeling how I've been feeling, even even on a small level. I I, I kind of think that we need to we need to get to know each other. Okay. Now just let me get down. <laughs> so, right so so because roll dexterity because, tele roll because dexterity. teleport because teleport costs pp i'm not uh, going to be using teleport to oh get yeah back you down. need to minus one of your pp for teleport as well and then roll roll dexterity see if you can get that oh, I, I rolled an 18 okay so you, you describe how you climb down um like like a short-armed long-legged ninja i come to the edge of the hut I gently lower myself down because jumping off would be quite rude because it will probably upset some of the tiles on his hut. So I gently lower myself back down, trying not to like dislodge anything and you know ruin the guy who helped me out. <laughs> yeah, the poor Mister Mime inside <laughs> thinking, "Why is someone on top of my hut? What is going on?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> and apparently, I succeed. Yeah, you you get down perfectly fine. All right, so um, I say, wait, I heard from. Um, I heard from Mr. Mime you had a, a Starly friend with you. What happened to them? Uh, well, uh, unfortunately, I, that Starly had to go back to uh, the, the capital, uh, Mar Marquesa. Um, we, yeah, we, uh, I helped him deliver some berries. Um, in fact, he was the first Pokemon on the first day of, my, of this, I don't know what this is, uh, reality. Um, so yeah, we, we, we kind of got to know each other a little bit and we spent some time and we actually ended up, we actually ended up here in Journal of a Blizzard. Um, oh. But right now, right now he, yeah, actually not too long ago, um, he flew off to Marquesa. So not entirely sure. And with that, as you mentioned Marquesa, you hear bing, like a big bell ringing, two bells ringing out actually, like church bells. And you can hear it's coming from the direction of Marquesa from the town. And with that, the hut door swings open and Mr. Mime comes out and looks like looks a bit flustered. It looks like he's rushing somewhere. Um, he turns around, he takes the key out of his fanny pack and shuts the door, locks it tight and puts the key back away. And he, he scuttles past you and sort of, as he gets about a couple of feet away from you, he turns back around and uh, says to you, oh, oh, you guys wouldn't know this, but uh, when that bell rings, something important will be announced in town. Uh, anyway, better dash. See you guys there. So he just runs off down the down the hill, like hair tearing it like Sonic the Hedgehog. He's off. And um, as he runs past the, the 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 tree line and the tall grass, he throws some smoke bombs in there. It's obviously some kind of way to avoid avoid encounters, but he's already he's 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 gone past those parts and he's he's gone down the hill. You can no longer see him. He's running. He's running like hair tearing it. What do you guys do from now? Um, well, oh, I would instantly follow. Yeah, that that our, de our next destination is pretty clear. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you guys want to uh, head down? So you're gonna head down past the tree line and the uh, 
the um, tall grass. Can you roll me some stealth? Because obviously the Pokemon, the wild oh. Pokemon, are still there, and they're they're not going to be just uh, you know they're Actually. they're not subdued. They 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 know if you're going to go past, then yeah, you roll me some stealth. See if you can make it past. I uh, additional to this though, I although we're together, I want to be using the trees. So um, yeah, you can separate all all you I'll, want. You can do whatever you yeah, guys want to do. Yeah. I'll I'll be bounding through I, the trees. I I am I am also going through the trees. It worked for me last time. Okay, so you both choose. Abra, <laughs> <laughs> now are you swinging through the trees or no, 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 I'm no, I'm, just I'm, hovering. I'm, are you hanging I'm, from I'm from Chimchar no, or something? <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm, no, I'm going, I'm going like between the trees. Okay, so yeah. you're both gonna roll different rolls then. Chimchar, you're gonna roll dexterity for me to see uh, if you can. Am I advantage of acrobatics? If you've got a plus on your dex, you add it on, yeah. Okay, so if I drew, I'm eleven with a plus two on Dex. Yeah, so with thirteen, yeah, you can you yep. can get through the, most of the trees, um, just fine. There's no, there's nothing that's gonna pop out. You Wait, just... I, have a, I have a Dex of fifteen. Yeah, I think your nature's um. I could also swing through the trees. <laughs> you, I mean, you could if you want to. I mean, it's up to you. That's what I mean. Like, I was asking how you want to do it. So for that reason, because you might have a, a nature that helps you do certain things. So um, yeah. Okay. How do you, how do you and Abra? How do you go through the trees then? Um, I, I already committed to not swinging through the trees. I mean, you so. you can do whatever you like to do. Right. I've already committed to not swinging through the trees, so it's too late now. Okay, so you're gonna roll me I a stealth a stealth check. I'm pretty sure stealth also goes off decks, right? Yes, it's also a dexterity. So acrobatics, sleight of, sleight of hand, and stealth are all um, dex rolls. Dex rolls, yeah. Okay, right. I rolled a four. Four oh, plus no. two, so I rolled a six. So with a I six, don't... you're not making it through the trees without waking something up. So um, it's time to see. <laughs> it's time to see what falls out the tree on top of you. Can I just ask? Uh, so my 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 dex roll was to see whether I I safely swung through the trees. Do I not have to additionally roll stealth? No, you just roll dexterity. See if you can um. You can go. You can just swing through the trees. Okay. So yeah, with a um, you can choose to come back and help him in combat if you if you see him get into combat. It's totally up to you, or you can let him just fight this one out by himself. I mean, so you no, see, no, so no. You, you've if, you've if cleared the tree line trouble. and you're you swung down the other side, no problems whatsoever. And Abra, you see him get about halfway. Abra, you get about halfway through the tree line, and all of a sudden the tree the tree rustles violently, and a little green guy drops down in front of you. He's like, he's like, he's like a little pod with, with leaves stuck to him and sticks sticking out of his, for his feet. So he, he's there. Uh, roll initiative. Okay. Diddle, niddle, 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 niddle. Five. I rolled five. <laughs> he rolled five. Oh, I'm going to roll. Uh, 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 natural 20 for the, for the Burmy. So actually he gets, he's going to attack twice. Um, oh, okay. He's going to get two attacks before you can attack him with a nat 20. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> I'm so oh, sorry. Nice. Well, I, I, can't, I can't believe I succeeded the joke roll. <laughs> so um you can see this this burmy is bouncing around in front of you uh ready to ready to cause some trouble for you uh he's gonna go for an attack attack you with a tackle as his first move oh i'm rolling to hit first sorry let me roll to yep. hit against your ac 13 is that gonna hit you uh ac 12 yeah that hits okay he, he winds up and he um sort of s swings around a little bit then comes flying hurtling towards you and smacks you and you're gonna take two Two damage, two points of damage. Oh no! And then he's oh, oops. he's getting another attack in as well. Um, unlucky for you, as he rolled a nat twenty. He's gonna go for um a protect. So okay, yeah. So he's gonna use protect in reaction to your first attack. So so it's it's over to you now. Okay. What's Abra gonna do? Well, 
Seeing as I got jumped on top of by... What was it again? What was, what uh, was it the jump thing? Sorry? It is a Burmy that's attacked you. Oh, this thing? Uh, right. Um, can I use teleport to try and escape? I think if you want to escape the battle, what it is is um, if you want to just run away, uh, you can attempt to dexterity check as an action. Yeah, you can test the dex ability score of the wild Pokemon involved in the combat. Yeah, you have to just basically beat his dexterity roll um, to, 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 to actually run away successfully. So do you want to try and try and run then? Is that what you're trying to do? Flee? Yeah. All right, so roll me a d20. Oh, 20, nat 20. Nat 20. I, I'm out. Yeah. With a nat 20, you, you just flee flee away from this. Uh, like, describe how you flee from this Burmy. After like I get hit by the Burmese tackle, I do a little tuck and roll, and then I see him go to protect... And as I'm as I'm you know as I'm rolling as I'm rolling like head over heels, I see him trying to protect using like my psychic true sight ability. I land on I, I roll to my feet. I give him I flip him the bird and keep running. <laughs> you flip him the bird. <laughs> I love great. that. Oh my god! <laughs> and the Burmy just looks back at you and just he just does this little shake and he goes straight back up in the tree. <laughs> and you've avoided avoided the combat with the Burmy. Um, like, but like we'll say we'll say that like there's a few scratches on the back of my head with the way that I landed. Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, you can add you can add ten ten XP onto your um onto your Abra as well. Right. Ten out of two hundred. Let's yeah, go. There you go. <laughs> flipping the bird. <laughs> I, I want I want to say that half the XP came from like came from flipping the bird at the at the Burmy. <laughs> <laughs> it did. <laughs> you can have that. I'll give you that. Okay, so um, you you flee the combat and you end up landing next to next to Chimchar. Chimchar, did you see this battle? <laughs> did you watch what just happened? Did you say anything? Uh, I think I just stopped to I, I stopped in my tracks and I was watching. And before I was able to think of how to uh, respond, it was kind of he, he appeared. It was there. Yeah, it was over and done with before before yeah. you could react. Basically, okay. <laughs> well, That's yeah, because I, I would ima- I would imagine I would have I would have gone like another tree or two. Be, you know, as their fight had actually started, to so by the time I'd noticed, mm. and I'd actually stopped and come back a tree, it was already wham bam, and he was like, "Flip the bird and gone." And I was just like <laughs> staring at him, like, "Okay, that's brilliant." <laughs> as we run back towards town, like maybe I was a thief in a past life. <laughs> <laughs> the thieving Abra. Who knows? Who knows? Okay, so God, you guys just are you guys going straight towards the Tomato Marquesa now? What's your what's your play? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're heading towards Marquesa. Okay. Did, so... Can I? Can I, before we go, did it? Obviously, I'm. I'm gonna ask if he's okay. Like, because I've just seen something happen. I've not been able to see exactly what happened. Did you lose any HP? Uh, two HP. You lost two HP. Right. Okay. I uh, just because of the narrative, I'm gonna offer you one of my berries out of my backpack, almost as like a not so much because you're badly hurt, but as a somber gift. I couldn't do nothing, so have a berry. Uh, I say no. I'm good. We can, we can keep going. Like there should there should be a. I don't know what I don't know why I know this, but there should be a Pokemon Center there, surely. I just re- I just realized. Like, yeah, why would I know this? Yeah, you, sorry. You wouldn't know no, that at I, all. No, you would, no, no, no. You're no, new to this say, world. Would, you know, you would. No, I, I would. I would say surely there's like surely there's somewhere in town that that can help me out. Like patch up a small like patch up this little scratch and. We can save our berries for like a, an actual emergency. Okay. okay. All right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. In that case, it's like a cool shrug of the shoulder, and and then yeah, we'll we'll just keep going. So with that, you put your berry back in your bag. I assume you took it out to try and show um, Abra the berry. So you place it back in your in your backpack, and you guys are on your way, right? 
So you're gonna you're gonna carry on down. So you've gone down the snowy path. You go across the plains, um, past the past the tree where you jumped up to look at the was it Starly? Uh, you looked at in episode what episode one? Um, I jumped I jumped to the tree to, to look for the missing bag, and I looked into my yeah, closet. that was it. And and go past the rock where the Ralts was sitting, who you met on episode uh, yep. two, Abra. Um, mm-hmm. and yeah, so you guys head towards, towards a nice pathway. It turns from dirt to like a nice brick road that winds all the way down and into the, uh, into this, into this beautiful town. You can see there's a massive wooden sign above like an archway that says Marquesa. And as you, as you guys walk in, you can see there's a lot of Pokemon gathered around what seems to be in a plaza, like a square. So this plaza has a fountain in the middle. Uh, like a water feature, which looks to you like a, a fish, a fish Pokemon jumping out of the ocean. And whilst mid leap, there's some a water gun or some kind of flowing water coming out of its mouth, and that's that's the water feature, surrounded by this lovely stone circular perimeter. And also around the around that fountain, there is a, a nice fence, uh, sort of cordoning it off away from anyone going in in the water that's that's inside that fountain. So yeah, you can see there's a lot of Pokemon gathered around the square, like I said, and as you look into the square, you can see all the buildings that are inside Marquesa. You see like uh, red bricks, you see nice cream bricks, uh, buildings sporting some red tiles on the rooftops, where you see balconies and windows. You can see uh, along this plaza little, little uh, sort of stalls and tents, and in front of the, in front of this, um, it's like a town hall everyone's gathered in front of. This town hall's got some luxurious, very clean marble steps leading up to it, like a massive oak, dark oak door. And above that dark oak door, you can see there's sort of a, an arc-shaped multicolored glass window, which sits atop that. In front of this beautiful looking door and uh, window, you can see a big Pokemon stood there. Massive, massive Pokemon. Do you want to roll me a, can you roll me a perception check? Both of us. Uh, yeah, you can both roll perception. I'll no. have to roll it with a disadvantage. Oh, have you got? Why have you got disadvantage on? Um, because of because of my fun fact that I've introduced into my character. Okay. My uncontrollable nervousness. I'm currently oh. entered into a city which, which you don't know. Uh, so you're very very nervous in here. Okay. Yeah, you can roll it with disadvantage then. If you, yeah, that was probably pretty like, true. Is is per, is perception based on wisdom? Perception is a wisdom. Yes, it's a wisdom check. Yeah. All right. So I got eight plus one. Okay, so you got a 9, and what did you get? So I got an 11, and then a 13, so we got off an 11. My so, wisdom is a plus 2, Okay. Uh, so I got 13. So, alright, with a 13, you can also spot something on the door. You can see there's like an um, aggressive wolf-like, or um, a red, red wolf-like Pokemon um, door knocker on there as well. Like, sort of like a crest, almost. Uh, above this the staircase, you can see this large Pokemon is wearing a lovely dapper blue suit. And atop his head is a matching color uh, top hat. So a matching blue mo- uh, top hat. And he's also got a monocle on. And there's a, a smaller Pokemon by his side. <laughs> <laughs> I love how that made you laugh, the monocle. <laughs> down, down by the side, he's got a smaller, uh, more pale, uh, it's very small compared to, it's about the size of his foot. Or goes up to maybe his knee. A small cat-like Pokemon. He's wearing a little black waistcoat, and he's got some uh, little sort of cuff, almost like cufflinks around his ankles. If, if that makes sense, you know, like um, I, I know what you, you yeah, they're old school for like, like boot coverings. Um, yeah, almost like boot coverings or those. Um, you sort of you put them on separately think, over. They're like cuff cuff Jiminy coverings. Cricket style. You see them on sort of gothic outfits a lot. I forget what they're called, but that's what you see on um, Meow's feet. 
So after you guys have seen all that, do you guys, what do you guys do next? Do you go and join the crowd that's in the in the square? Would you sort of, what's what's your what's your next move? Because you can see there's something going on in the in the town. Do I, no do I notice that Chimchar is getting nervous? Um, you would have to roll insight actually. Okay, yeah, let's do that. And that's nine a wisdom plus, wisdom check. Yeah, nine plus one. So with the ten, you can you, I think you can see he's getting a little bit um a little bit nervous. Do you say anything to him? Uh, let's see. Uh, I, I'm just shaking my head as I, mm, I don't like mm. this. Uh, I think, I think, I, I don't even, I say that whilst I'm, I'm going up and until like, the nearest window ledge or post or any kind of beam that's away from people, but where I can still see and hear what's going on. Okay. okay. Um, I'm just gonna say, wouldn't climbing up on something get make you stand out from the crowd? That's my, that's my only um suggestion or my only, I guess, counter with that. You can do it if you want to, but I think it might draw some attention. Height would be my safety, especially if I know okay. that I can see and, and there's no one directly around me. Okay. Uh, roll me a roll me perception. Right. So this is all going to be with a disadvantage, right? Yep. So perception <laughs> um is uh, the first is seven and then a six. So I'm at a six. So with a six, you can't see any safe high buildings you can get to from your position. There's too many Pokemon around. There's too many Pokemon blocking sort of any any high railings have got like, you know, Pokemon leaning up against them and any buildings or balconies are kind of the route to them is blocked because there's a lot of Pokemon gathered in this um in this in this town square. Like the whole town is there kind of waiting for something like an announcement or something to happen next. So wow. I say like, wow, this is a this is a pretty big deal for everybody here. Mr. Mine wasn't wasn't kidding. Are you OK, man? Uh, I absolutely ain't. I actually think I, I, I'm, I can't move. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sit in this corner, and I'm gonna hear what I can hear and see what I can't, and and see and, what I can't out of that. <laughs> yeah, right. see what I can't and wait till everyone goes because I'm really not feeling comfortable right now. Uh, I'm trying, I'm trying to, I'm trying to do the here. Forty feet vertically, would that get me on top of a roof? Yeah, you could if you can roll a perception check to see a clear route to the to a rooftop. You can you could take. I think I know what you're trying to do. You want to take Chimchar onto a rooftop. Ah, I rolled eight <sighs> okay. plus eight plus one. I rolled nine. Nine, yeah, with a nine, the same the same deal. It's not quite enough to see um a wow, clear a clear fact a clear route. To be not so fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. So so our Chimchar doesn't function in the game hub. That's fine. <laughs> <In the game>. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness me but it, it, he might get better with time because if it's just him yeah. in the unknown if he's been to a town before he wouldn't be like this so you know there's there's if it's just about yeah. being in the unknown there's going to be a couple of times where if it's the first it's only time because it's a crowd yeah like, if a, i if i had come in and people were busy and i was doing bits and you know what but i've come in and every Pokemon and everything that is about within the nearest, you know, sort of, I don't know, mile or two is in this one location, and I cannot comprehend what's going on. Okay, so... I'm trying try to think, like, are there, like, did we hear, like, any um, anything like a radio or something like that as we came in? You know, like, like a radio just playing music or something like that? Or, or is no, it not the only thing, town? the only thing you would hear in this town is if people were busking, playing music um, on the streets. Mm -hmm. If Pokemon were playing, were busking and playing instruments, that's the only kind of music you would hear. There's no, there's no real um, what you can see. There's not really any technology uh, in terms of speakers, cars, vehicles, anything like that. There's okay. nothing any, not really anything like that. I think we'll just, we'll just, um, I, I hang out with Chimchar to make sure that like he's not about to like lose his mind. 
Yeah, uh, so do you guys settle, listen, settle which, down and just sort of find, yeah. A, yeah. find a little neat spot to sit down? Maybe there's a, a chair somewhere or something, or a... Yeah. Um, I'm hiding behind a barrel. Or a step or a barrel. Yeah, there you go. So you find I, a barrel. I, I, sit, I sit on top of the barrel. Okay, so you'll sit there on top of the barrel, and Shin-chan's hiding <laughs> yeah. behind the barrel, peeking out maybe yeah. from behind. And so around you, you see all sorts of different Pokemon. Charmanders, Weedles, Magnemites, uh, Grimers, Wurmples, all sorts of bird Pokemon, all sorts of... Um, amphibious Pokemon. There's there's a whole ton of Pokemon, big and small, all surrounded who who live in this town, Marquesa. Um, so as I said, you saw the Snorlax coming out to the to the top of the stairs. He looks he looks to you quite to be quite important uh, with his with his lackey or with his uh, companion sidekick, whatever you want to call it. He's got his Meowth by his side. Um, so he begins to talk to the crowd. Um, and his voice is extremely loud. You can hear him across um, large distances, like in like in animes. You know, they always say, "Oh, you can't hear it that far." But in the in this in this, the camera pans out, and you can hear Snorlax addressing the whole of Marquesa uh, in his booming voice. Hello, Marquesa. We've got some uh, ongoings happening, which you might or might not be aware of. You can see Meowth is looking, sort of itching, itching to say his, his say his bit, but Snorlax is is talking, so Meowth has to wait. Snorlax's next words are, "As you know, evolution is not quite mid midway through talking. He falls asleep on you. He's 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 standing at the top of the stair staircase, falling asleep." And Meowth is scratching away his legs to wake him up. In the meantime, Meowth takes over and he's going, Yeah, so evolution is not quite working out as it, as it should be. Stones are not working. And um, our, our, our advice is don't try to evolve. We need to figure out what is happening. And the Snorlax wakes up. Yeah, so evolution is not quite working as it should. Stones are not working as, as we've seen around town. You try to use the stones, they will just vanish. You will not have any way of evolving with that stone. I've, I've appointed some, some of our best teams to investigate this, this phenomenon, as we're calling it. He falls asleep again mid-sentence and meow. So what we've, uh, we've... We've appointed some of our best teams to go ahead and look into this, look into this Omega Red team. And you see the camera pans out again. You can see a, a Charmander wagging its tail and looking quite, trying to look fierce. And uh, the crowd sort of looks towards Charmander with his, and, and by his side you can see a Weedle and a Magnemite. And they're buzzing around and flexing like they're, like they're the big I Ams. They've just been uh, called out from the crowd. Meow says, Alpha Blue Team! And so Alpha Blue Team, you can see a Squirtle, a Beldum, and a Grimer um, all standing together. The Squirtle has some sunglasses on, and the Beldum has got like a, like a sash around it, and the Grimer doesn't appear to have any, any clothing, but they've all got bags, and they seem to be um, they seem to be ready to uh, explore, like as, as um, Meowth was, was, was explaining. Um, and Delta Green Team! So you can see at this point, the Snorlax also wakes up, so we've asked our, our very best, our very best teams to investigate this phenomenon. Omega Red Team! And you can see everyone looks again at, looks again at the Charmander and the, and the Weedle. Alpha Blue Team! And they looks again at the Squirtle and the Beldum and the Grimer. And then Delta Green Team! So you can see a Trico, a Pidgey, and a Wurmple. Uh, the camera pans out and you can see it sort of looking around at those, those Pokemon. They've got their hands on their hips, very heroic poses. Uh, ready to do their duty as as adventurer teams. Snorlax uh, carries on and says, "You teams will need to figure out what is happening. Uh, why why no why none of the Pokemon in our town can evolve anymore? Find out and uh, and f remedy this issue at once." 
And Meowth, yeah, at once! Go do it now! So, um, next, Snorlax says, And just a reminder for any new Pokemon who want to sign up for, to create their own team, you can come and visit the mayor's office anytime and create yourself a adventure squad. And that is all. Resume your resume your things you were doing as as you were. And he and he sidles on back inside the town hall, opens the doors, and you can see the back of the Snorlax as he goes inside. So what do you what do you and Chimcha Abra and Chimcha what do you make of that? Uh, I'm. I think I'm still half dazed. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm still because I'm not looking, so I'm I'm still like almost semi rocking. Right? You were listening. Oh, to I was. Oh, I was, yeah, I was yeah. Well, yeah. I was listening the best I could. Right, so I'm behind, behind the barrel, um, and I'm I'm still kind of like half freaking out. Um, I think one of my instant reaction is did 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 he say stones? He did say stones. I don't know what that means. Are we talking just regular? Are, are these special stones? I don't know what stones represent. Why? Why is this important? Oh, you also notice that the the townsfolks begin to go back to their back to their shops, back to their daily things. You can see a lot of Pokemon. You see, you can see a lot of stores around. Basically, I can give you a little bit of a um, description if you'd like as well. You can see there's what seems to be a dojo directly opposite the town hall and past the fountain where you guys are. Pretty much you're gathered around the fountain right behind this barrel and sat on this barrel. So as you look behind you, you can see there's a dojo there with some fighting type Pokemon who are training against punch bags and um, you know, wooden mannequins, all that kind of stuff. Uh, but next to that, you can see there is a, a building what you describe to be an inn, some sort of place to rest and maybe get a meal or something like that. Next to that building, you can see to its side, there's a sort of what looks almost like an apothecary or some kind of spiritual clairvoyant building. Clearly run by psychic Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, mind may people. Maybe. My, mind, <laughs> mind Pokemon. And you can also see um, the two spires that were ringing the bells appear to be some kind of temples. One of them dawns a, uh, a sun logo, and one of them has a moon logo. Behind that, you can see what looks like a building site with some more kind of bulky Pokemon hanging around in that area. And if you look really far off behind the dojo, you can see there's a whole street full of market stalls. So that's what I'm going to give you in terms of um, what you can see in the town right now. But yeah, sorry, right. back to what you were saying about what's just transpired. Okay, so I say, I don't know a whole lot about these stones either, but these seem to be common knowledge in this world. Why don't we ask in the apothecary? Because this is um, a health problem. Of, it's a health question. So we should ask them. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, kind of, I kind of stand up now that I see the crowds have dispersed. And I'm looking around this barrel almost again, like how we met. I'm kind of half faced looking around. I'm very weary. And uh, I spot I'm straight at you. <laughs> just shaking your head. Now. No, 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 no shaking, just staring like before. <laughs> um, and yeah, I, okay. So I'm, I'm obviously, I'm, I'm feeling just a little bit more relaxed. Um, I agree. I think, I think going to Apothecary is a good idea. Whoever we go to, we need to go to someone to to learn things and make things make sense. Because right now, that's just raised more questions that we have no answers to, or I don't anyway. So, are you saying you guys are going to head across to the um, clairvoyant apothecary kind of looking building? You're going to make your way there? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yep. So let's just. I, I trust there are no traps in the street. 
No, no, you don't have to roll anything to <laughs> see if you make your way successfully without knocking the barrel over, maybe. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, yeah, you guys head up to this building. It's kind of a, a grim... It's like, like every, every other building looks really um, light in its color and tone. Um, either light red or light, light cream, light, you know, light beige, kind of nice light bricks. But this building's a little bit darker. And it's right next to the the moon the moon temple, as as you can see. There's a moon that looks to be some kind of religious building. Um, so this building's a little bit darker in its brick tone, uh, maybe like a really dark grey. I'm gonna say with like got some sort of crystals hanging outside the building, almost like um, spirit stones kind of things you've got going on out there. Um, so do you guys just waltz up and, and head on in there? Obviously, it is a shop, so you, you yeah. could probably just just go and yeah. waltz on in. Okay. Yeah, we do exactly that. All right. So you open this. This again. It's the same sort of style door. A nice oak door. You open that. Push your way inside. And as you open it, you can see there's like crystal balls in there. Little candles lit everywhere. Old wooden furniture with the, with a whole plethora of different stones and vials all over the place. A lot of mirrors in there as well, and cushions and drapes. And this this table that's there's also a table that's got like a crystal ball on it with like a nice a nice purple tablecloth. As you can see inside, there's 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 also a very familiar Pokemon to you, George. You know you know who this Pokemon is, or uh, at least oh the Rolts oh, um, oh, the, Rol the Rol said hi to me. Yeah, the Rolts runs this uh, runs this store. So what do you what do you say when you walk in? What's your what's you guys uh, next move? You've gone inside the building. You've seen what's in there. What do you do? Uh, I I say oh hey it's you again. And the vaults again, he he still doesn't speak to you in his voice, but you can hear, both you can hear inside your heads, a voice sort of unfamiliar to you, Chimchar, but you've heard this voice before. Uh, you know this is uh, Roltz's telepathy at play here. Welcome. Ah, yes, correct. You're both free fallers, aren't you? I've met you before, Abra. Yeah, thanks for, thanks for the help. Thanks for the help today. He look, he sort of, you see him fumbling with some crystals on, uh, in a, on, his, on his desk. What brings you both, Chimchar and Abra? What brings you both to the store? How can I be of assistance further? Uh, I'm I'm not going to be able. I'm not responding because I'm too busy looking at shiny sparklies and I have my eyes glued to crystal balls whilst <laughs> kind of like poking at these shiny stones. I'm your typical toddler now around the store looking at everything, leaving Abra temporarily to to, to do what he needs to. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, Mayor Snorlax mentioned something about stones not working, but as we're not from this world, stones aren't a, a thing for us. What can do these stones do? I can explain that to you. So, Pokemon go through this amazing, fascinating phenomenon called evolution. Now, some Pokemon, it happens when they reach a particular level. Some Pokemon, they need a stimulus to make this evolution happen. That stimulus can be in the form of particular items, or it can be in the form of a evolution stone. So you might recall that ice cavern up on the hill. That is home to a lot of ice stones and moonstones. If you're if you're willing to go deep in there and find what you're looking for in there, then you you could find yourself a nice ice stone or moonstone. And now certain types of Pokemon when you use those stones, absorb their energy, and they will be able to evolve. Does that help answer your question? Uh, my, my 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 ears instantly perk up and I turn kind of almost instantly I'm like so, so and that, this is so this is why this is why the healing berries were needed. Uh, uh, we, me and Star, I, I, I accompanied the Starly, and these berries seemed very important. And these adventurers were going there. There was lots of them actually on the way up there. And so I, I'm assuming these are the same stones that they would be 
They may well have been looking for stones. It depends what, what bounty they were doing. I should probably tell you about the bounty board. If you venture across town, you might come across the bounty board, which has a flurry of quests or requests from townspeople, townsfolk, to complete certain objectives. So they may well have been after some uh, a stone for somebody to evolve, or even just defeat defeat a Pokemon in there who's been causing some trouble. Possibly, it really does depend what's on the what's on the request. So yes, it, it could be quite possible. Hmm. Where's the bounty board? The bounty board is out by the town square. It was it's quite close to the mayor's uh, ta- to the town hall um, building. So if you go out and look, you can't miss it. It's a huge wooden wooden billboard with all different color papers on it identifying which kind of quest you'll be taking if you see a green quest that's generally one for lower level um explorer teams a blue would be something for maybe some more experienced explorer teams and red i would highly recommend that's that's definitely for some maybe evolved pokemon and uh quite high high level experienced uh teams i see thank you very much um, and what do you sell here? Like my friend here is is absolutely um, enamored with this stuff. The crystals are not really for sale. Uh, they're more for my spiritual readings. But what I do offer is if you bring me an artifact from uh, an adventure, I could perhaps help identify what it is. Or if you bring me something of worth from, uh, again, like from one of your adventures, I might be able to tell you who it linked to in the past, in a past life. Because I can, I can look into the into the past of an item and maybe identify its previous owner. You know, that kind of thing. Huh. You did say you were a medium, yes. Correct, and I can, I can speak to the spiritual world as well. So if an item you know is linked to somebody who's, who's not with us anymore, I could probably get some connection there as well. All right, thank you. Well, th- thanks, for, thanks for having us out. I think we know where we're off to next. Unless, Chimchar, you need to do something here? Um... Uh, I don't. Uh, I think what what I would add is probably on our way out, I would. I think I almost stop in my tracks and turn around and ask, "Where would we go to learn more about the region?" I just want to. I just want to learn. I I need to. I need somewhere I can go for anywhere that someone or something I can read, just so I can start to get to know things of this area. Well, you've got various um, stalls with owners who might be able to tell you bits and pieces about the region and where they're from. And he sort of head motions across to the, what you saw was the market area of the of the of the town. You've also got a, a variety of you know buildings and with shops and people you could you could talk to. There's nowhere in particular really. I mean the mayor the mayor's always always a good shout. The mayor might know a lot of what you want to know. You've got the inn that's run by Chansey. You've got the church the two churches. They're um, quite knowledgeable Pokemon that are in the churches, I, I presume. But yeah, just explore and uh, ask ask any questions. Anyone is is happy to help you i'm 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 sure of that okay 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 that's fine uh yeah i guess uh i guess we'll see what happens so as you're about to leave before you leave in fact the Ralts mentions if you're planning to go on some pick up some bounties you might want to head across to the market and get some supplies i know you've got backpacks but you might want to make sure you've got everything you need for any any bounty you're going to take okay no yeah no uh, that's actually uh, a really good shout um uh, no doubt we're going to have to think about what our next move is and with that he bids you good day he waves and he carries on looking into the crystal ball and walking around his store and rearranging his crystal collections as you're leaving so you guys step outside back into the market 
At this point, it's looking a lot quieter than it was um, in the square, at least. There's still a few Pokemon sort of wandering around the, the plaza and taking a look at various stalls and buildings coming in and out the dojo and in and out the inn, that kind of thing. A few going in, into the churches. Currently, it's about, I'll tell you the time, it's about 2 p.m. as well. That's, that's the time if you wanted to know. So, yeah, do you guys, what do you guys want to do? Do you head to the bounty board? Do you head to the dojo? Do you head to the inn? Do you, go, do you want to explore buildings or... It's totally kind of like free roam now, what you guys want to do. Hmm. So I, I turn to Chimchar and go, it, if we're going to take on uh, bounties, it makes sense to check what to check the bounties and then go to the market to just grab what we need. Yeah, I mean, yes. yeah, that's, that make, that's fine. However, yeah. uh, I, I, I know I don't. I don't know about you, but I have no money for this world. We have no way of buying anything. So I don't know whether we can uh if there's anything that we can just accept and attempt without needing to buy supplies uh that'll help too i mean i've only got i've only got 50 bucks so i, I don't know how far that will get us 50 bucks well okay that well th that makes you the rich man for me i have no idea how far this gets us by the way it was uh it was that Never Ralts actually I. that gave that, it was that Ralts that gave me that gave me my startup money so I got. I got to pay him. I got to pay him back after as well. That's okay. two people I owe. That's fair. I mean, well, so you can. So the backpack, the backpack, and the lantern that you see, this was bought for me. So uh, I, I guess we've we've done well for for ourselves, considering how we're new to this area. Hmm. So we. So with with that, we we bumble over. The, I, I bumble, bumble over bumble. To, to the bounty board. So yeah, you head across to this bounty board, and as as described by Rolls, um, it's basically a big a big board which is probably a couple feet tall, uh, about maybe like six foot by six foot board with uh, all sorts of requests, photograph of like kind of drawings of sketches of Pokemon wanted, and all sorts of sort of missions for you to take up and requests to take up. So I guess you. you you heard what he said about the green, blue, and red tier quests. So, which ones do you want to look at? Uh, let's look at the green quests first. Yeah. So currently, yeah. there's one. There's only one green quest on the board right now. It says, "Centret family need help. We need four citrus berries as we need to go on a on a trip and make sure we have enough um, healing for us to take with us when when we go. But we need to go to a zigzagoon hideout and retrieve these these berries." You can see there's, there's a money reward there as well, actually. You can see it looks like 200 Poké Dollars is the reward. Uh, uh, can, can I just say that right now? I'm, I'm kind of like, I'm, I'm bouncing. I'm bouncing on my feet. I'm like, we could do that one. 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 I know where to find them. I know where to find them. And I already you have two of them in my backpack. I know where to find them. Oh, oh, perfect. Let's, let's do that. Uh, do we need to turn this in somewhere to say we're doing it? Or, or do we just turn up with berries? So it looks like you can rip off the, it's like got a tear mark on the bounty paper itself. Because you can see a lot of other ones are already ripped off. It's like got sort of on the top of it, bounty, and then they're, they're torn off where someone has taken part of the request and presumably put it in their bag. And when they complete it, they take it back to the requester, which would be the Centra family. Are you saying you're going to rip this one off? Yep, I guess we're accepting and ripping it off. Okay, Absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm still pounding. I'm still bouncing on my feet. I'm a little <laughs> bit more excited now. <laughs> Yeah, you can you can go for that then. So you guys, um, you guys go Did we ahead. Just commit a faux pas. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> okay, good, good, good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you take off this take off this bounty paper. I guess you're gonna head to the market, or are you just gonna go straight to the Zigzagoon hideout. What's your well? well first I'm... of all, we, 
we we brainstorm what we what's actually at the hideout. So yeah. where is this hideout, and and what can we expect there? So as you can see on the on the paperwork you you're holding, it says collect four stolen citrus berries from this zigzagoon hideout uh, located somewhere somewhere on the plains. You know, in a little scribbly handwriting, we know that the zigzagoons live on the plains somewhere. There's a few of them that that stole from us, and they've they've scurried away into the into their hideout. And also on there, you can see a little sort of a sketch of what a zigzagoon might look like. You know, like a sort of little pencil sketch. Also, it tells you where to return the, the quest to once you've got it. It says Centret Family, Living Down, Market Street, House 4A. Gives you a location as well. No, I meant like, what does Chimchar know about the area? Because he's been there before. Uh, uh. <laughs> or is that not what you meant? So, so this is where I become not so excited, and I admit that I probably should have read it fully first because I thought we had to gather berries. I don't know where this hideout is. However, on a positive note, I do still have two of these in my backpack. Um, so now, do you think that we can just take four berries to them? Do we have to go to I, and and rescue berries? As far as I understand, they just need four citrus berries. They don't need their citrus berries. So, so they don't need to know where we got them from. They just need the berries back. I, I was under the impression it didn't matter where we got the berries from. Okay, yeah, no, no. Now I'm, now I'm excited again. Okay, I know where we can get some citrus berries. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, and 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 the moment I said that, I've I've already pounced. I'm already like about twelve foot away from you, and I'm like, come this way. <laughs> going straight I, I, down the I, track. I run. I run to try and keep up. Try roll for decks. Yeah, yeah. You, you need to try and keep up with this chimchar, which is rolled away. Eighteen. Yeah, you keep up with him just fine. <laughs> Wait, my legs aren't made for running. <laughs> so you guys head out. Head out towards the plains again. Back the way you came. So through the archway that says Marquesa. Uh, there's a little sign that says "Thanks for visiting." Uh, you run, you run past that, and you um, head out onto the uh, into the plains area. Um, Chimchar, you're leading the way. Can I? Uh, I was going to say I'm going to make this relatively interesting. I'm actually going to say that I'm I'm that overexcited that suddenly now I know how to complete something and and actually earn something in this world. I've not even followed the path. I know where I'm going, but I've not gone the safe route. I've gone straight through the grass, straight through the bush, and we're going through the trees. Oh God. Okay. So you've gone back to where you went before to collect some berries, right? With yes. with um with Starly, wasn't it? That's the one. Okay. Do, does my true sight ping anything on the way? The way true sight works, I did a little bit of uh, checking. So it's not like you can just ping it. It's sort of more to detect fake illusions, invisible objects, and creatures. So no, okay, no. Okay. The answer is no. It doesn't ping. It doesn't find anything abnormal. Okay. Your true sight doesn't see anything abnormal. So, so this, this, okay. So this Looney Tunes episode with the Chimchan and Abra continues through all kinds of terrain to the plains, yeah. Yeah. So you, so you, are you following Chimchar like to his to his heel with that eighteen? You just following him regardless yep. of where he's running. Yep. Okay. So like... you ran, you ran straight through the grass, the tall grass, right? Yep. So You're gonna roll for an encounter. Um... Like, I, I, <laughs> as, as I enter the tall grass, I say, "Is this such a good idea?" But then we roll. It's too late. Yeah. You've already like Chimchar's <laughs> so excited. Like you just said, he's just sprinting through the grass without remembering that there's actual wild Pokemon in there that you may have to uh, encounter a combat. Yeah, so you got yourself a combat. So roll initiative. So you're both you're both in this battle. Right. I just rolled a five. Five okay. for initiative. 
12. 12, okay. And I rolled a 10 for... What you can see in front of you is a lovely little... It's a, it's a very spherical Pokemon, and it's blue in colour. And yeah, it sort of just rolls its way out of the grass and into, into combat with you. You'll be going first, Chimchar, in this, in this battle. Then going second will be the, the little blue orby, spheely Pokemon that you can see in front of you. And then last okay. will, be, will be Abra. So go ahead, yeah, describe, what, describe how you start the battle. So your, your Yakuza battle music plays, Yakuza Zero music kicks in <laughs> while they're in this fight. <laughs> Uh, well, this is this is my first encounter, so for my first action, I might I'm I'm probably going to be almost on meltdown mode because this is the first I've not had a fight yet. I've not had to fight for the, in in defence. Something's just come and attacked me. So I've 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 leapt back. I'm now no longer as excited as I was a second ago. Okay, um, so with your action, you took a little leap backwards. And yep. what about your actual move? Are you gonna? I am, I think, as an instant response, I'm probably going to do a, a struggle. A struggle, okay. Yeah, I, and that's uh, and that's just to, that's only just to reflect um, my instant kind of like almost like I'm pushing away. So first of all, you're going to roll you're going to roll your d20 for your um, against yeah, the AC. To so you're doing that's AC to hit. to hit. Yeah, so roll to hit, yeah. please, if you can. Right. Okay. So d20 plus your seven plus your AB. Uh, so that makes it eleven total. That's not going to do it. With with an 11, you see y your Chimchar's kind of shaking, uh, looking around. He goes to use the struggle move on Sveal, but just doesn't make contact, just sort of hits the ground and then jumps back to where he was before. Sveal's next. So Sveal's going to go ahead and um, he's going to go for a, a nice a nice powder snow. He seems to have some good moves on him. So, okay, so I'm going to roll to hit first of all. So let's roll. We got a five. Is that going to... I guess that's not going to be enough. Well, who's he against? Uh, it's going to be against... He go, he's going to go for Chimchar, because Chimchar's right in front of him. So um, he goes for a... Uh, that's going to be a 7, sorry, because of the uh, AB as well. That's a 7 to hit. My AC's 13. Okay, yeah, so that's not going to hit. So Sveal goes ahead and tries to launch out these sort of... Um, this snow. He flicks up some snow from his tail, flicks it towards you, but it, it doesn't really go anywhere. It kind of just settles in front of him on the floor, and not a lot happens from that. So now it's over to you, Abra. Abra, being a... Ma being a massive, I don't know, like, yeah, who's um, a what's fan? the word? No, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, who's <laughs> a fan? Drama queen burst through the newly formed snow pile to try and make a scratch attack. Okay, so roll to hit, please. Yeah, so it's uh, it, uh it's twenty plus four. So give me a second to hit. Oh, I fifteen plus four. I think this lands. Yeah. Clean. So yeah, and then go ahead and yeah. roll damage. Okay, so damage is. Uh, let me just double check damage. Damage is uh one d six plus two. So go. Oh my god, I hit him for eight. Eight damage, okay, so... <laughs> yeah, six, yeah. <laughs> so you go ahead and run up, as you said, describe what happens, you, you describe it beautifully. As I see the spiel, um throw a bunch of snow at Chimchar, Abra sprints through and smacks the snow pile aside, and he, as he flies through the air, he uses his little hand and throws <laughs> a, and tries to scratch the spiel and somehow manages to land it dead center. So you, you, you scratch this feel right across the face, right across yeah. its, the front of its like, face. And um, like if, I may, if I may add, when you were running, it was like, you know, in the animes where you see like the camera zooms in on the, the footsteps running across <laughs> like across the grass and you see the back, he backhands the snow out of the way and it's like a jump cut to when he's next, right next to Sveal and slicing across his face. And like, Chinchal, what, what, what are you saying at this point? What do you see? What's your reaction to this? Uh, I, I almost do a, a little bit of a cheer. I do a little bit of jump, um, and I'm—I uh, think I ready myself. Uh, I kind of like almost pose myself ready to get back in the fight. 
And with that, it's your turn next. Uh, all right, I'm also going to go in for a scratch. Okay, cool. Roll to hit. Uh, I'm on a 19 on a roll, so it'll take me above that. Uh, with my AB will be 23. Wow, with a 23, yeah. Describe how you, uh, yeah, and roll and roll damage. That definitely hits. And roll some damage. Um, so 1d6 plus 2. So I'm on a 4 plus 2. That makes it 6 damage. So it's 6 damage. Yeah, we deal 6 damage to Sveal. Holy. So describe how you do your attack. Uh, I almost, I almost kind of do like a, a, a Wolverine recovery. I kind of like, I, I do myself and I kind of do the whole puff chest. And then I kind of, I, I bend my knees and I bound with like a forward flip. And I come in with like a, I know, like a, a downward scratch. Ooh, so I'm, I'm imagining this anime scene again. You, 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 like you said, you flexed out, done the flip. And as you're coming down, it freeze frames as you're just about to hit. Just about to hit Sveal, and then your scratch comes in, and you land back on the floor on your feet. Yep. Again, yes, yep. Sveal is hit quite badly. You can see he's quite bloodied now. He's looking very bloodied. Um, he's sort of panting heavily, but he's not. He's not. He's not going down without a fight. So he. This time he's gonna. He's gonna go for a water gun this time. Um, he's gonna try to. Because again, you're you're quite you're quite close by. He could choose either one, but he's, he's going for you, Chimchar. He's going for. He's going for a water gun. So he rolls a fourteen plus two. That's gonna be sixteen. Does that hit you? Yeah, my AC is only 13. Okay, so 16, it, yeah. right. Can I just throw in, mm. uh, I actually have a vulnerability to water. You do, so whatever damage you're going to take is going to be doubled. So just feel fires a, fires a quick spurt of water at Chimchar. Yep, doing some, doing some water damage on hit, and he's going to do two damage, just two damage to you, but that's going to get doubled to four. So you're going to take four damage, four water damage. So I'm down to 13 HP. And it's over to Abra now, isn't it? As the steam boils off Chimchar's skin, because <laughs> <laughs> that's clearly what's happening, right? Yeah, yeah you're like the, as it lands the water. So, so I didn't describe what Sphil did. So Sphil leans back, even though he's covered in blood. He leans back and he opens his mouth, and then as he spits, this water, this water spout comes flying out at Chimchar's face and sort of just hits all over your face. And as you're you're a fire Pokemon, you're quite warm. Steam does rise off of uh, off of Chimchar's body. Yeah, that's that's all that happens. So over to you, uh, Abra. As that attack is happening, um, seeing as the the spiel has been like bonked around so much, I'm continuing to like run at the spiel because that's what Abras do. <laughs> they run at things. <laughs> Your right, Abra so... does. <laughs> <laughs> le I leap forward again to try and knock the spiel aside so that it's not aiming, a, you know, a giant water cannon at a thing that dissolves in water. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. So what, what, are you, what move are you going for? Um, normally, if my Abra was thinking clearly, he would have gone for a scratch. It, uh, it ends up more like a struggle. He's on the struggle bus. Okay. All right, so you go for struggle. So roll to roll to hit your struggle. Uh, 14 plus 4, which lands quite clean. Yeah, you're, that, that, that's enough to hit. Okay, and then what about your damage? Yeah, it's 4 damage, yeah. Okay, and with that with that 4 damage, you, uh, d so you, you sort of get in between... Um, get in between Sveal and Chimchar and then you start to you just do a good shove you just give Sveal a good shove to sort of get his attention off of Chimchar who like you said is gonna melt in this in this situation um, yeah, I mean, I, I mean we... it's more like cause it's a spherical seal it's more like I like in the struggle I try to roll him away <laughs> oh my god you try to like bowling ball him away or <laughs> yeah okay so to... describe perfectly how you finish off this Sveal <laughs> oh, it's done. 
Yes, describe exactly how you finish off this spiel. Although, the, although like the intended action was a scratch it, and it came out as a struggle instead, the the shoulder the shoulder tackle is enough to knock the spiel off balance. So then my abra just throws another kick at it, just to kick it back into the long grass. <laughs> so, so it, it just bowls away. It bowls away, and <laughs> the battle is is done. <laughs> like, and I'm like, there's there's blood on my tail. <laughs> How did it get there? Gosh, so as 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 the uh seal rolls away, you both breathe a sigh of relief. He leaves behind a little um a little berry on the floor. It's an it's but it's a blue a blueberry, so which one of you picks it up? Uh, I'll let Abra pick it up. Sorry, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll pick it up. Um, so you can add to your... Go, Ew! It's covered in blood! <laughs> <laughs> you can add to your bag an orange berry. I mean, bearing in mind, I'm still in a puddle of water, kind of <laughs> drenched, just like panting after what just happened. So, uh, I'm, right. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, no, I'm, in no, <laughs> I'm in no mood for picking up berries right this very second. You just, you're just there, like, you know when you kind of get drenched and you're flicking your limbs to try and yes. flick off the water, right? Chimchar's <laughs> flicking his arms, he's shaking his ass, like, shaking the tail, trying to, like, get himself dry, like... <laughs> oh, he's, he's draining himself like a dog. Yeah, I can imagine that, yeah, flicking his fur everywhere, trying to just... I'm, I'm sat down dry. using my feet to bash the water out of my ears. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god you've made it through the tall grass encounter and i guess you both can you both add 20 xp onto your character sheets please so with that battle a little much. bit more combat experience is under both of your belts from what i can tell this abra seems like a goddamn ninja you know the way it was running through the grass and backs and backhanding snow piles and slicing up slicing up pokemon sounds like you've got an awesome combination of fighters here so you guys yeah. have got safely out of that battle. You've got a little, a little. Actually, you, you also find some poke on the floor, some poke dollars, because uh, you're gonna find uh thirty poke dollars. Do you guys split that, or do you guys just let? Do you I'll, let again, I'll, let I'll, Abra? I'll, I'll let Shinjo hold on to it. Okay. Oh, awesome. Thank fair. you. It's only fair. I go, well, how is he? Where was he carrying this money? <laughs> oh, he would have had a bag or something as well. Like all Pokemon in this in these places have ways to carry stuff. You know, okay. or, they, or they just had it in their mouth or in a pocket or something like that in, in, a, in a fat roll. Like, you know, this Pokemon's round. It's going to have like a fat pocket. It could have had it tucked away for a rainy day. Ew, it's sweaty. It's sweaty money covered in blood. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have beat the beat the uh, beat the Sveal. He's gone away. And you are you going to carry on through this through this through this grass to get to your next location you were going for? I go, Chimchar, do we need to go through here to get to the the plane. Uh, I yeah, I, I kind of shake the Roman and more water off my off my face, and I it's literally just over there. We're almost there, so we ain't going back now. Okay, okay. so describe how you guys. You guys, do you just carry ahead to the bushes? Because obviously, you're probably like I don't know, like fifty meters away. You weren't like you said. You got halfway there. You got you you ran into a sphere because you were too excited to realize you were running through the grass, which actually has is populated with wild Pokemon. Oh, I'm not excited anymore. Uh, we're heading there, but uh, this time I, I think we're together, almost side by side, and I'm uh, I'm not running. I'm, I think I'm almost, I'm just barely walking whilst going through at this point, just trying to trying to figure out not to get into another fight, because I thought this was going to be an easy thing to do. 
Yeah, so you kind of like side by side, Abra and Chimchar, best old pals, walking up to these to these um... buddy cop show. It's a buddy cop show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you're both heading on towards. Uh, you're, I think, I think uh, Chimchar will be holding onto his backpack straps. You know, like how like a like a school kid might hold onto his backpack, or if you're walking, yep. like an Abra. I forget Abra. What have you got? You got you have a backpack as well, right? You've got both backpack, got backpacks, yeah. yeah. So you're, but yeah. maybe you're holding on to one side, um, maybe adjusting the straps as you walk along. So you're just going to the uh, towards the berry bushes. Roll, uh, roll perception, because were these were these the ones? Do you want to say anything as as you arrive to these berry bushes? I go. So are these the berries we're looking for? Uh, and I was like, yep, yep. I've been here before. These were the very same bushes that I helped Starly gather his berries from when he lost his consignment for for the bounty for, for i don't know he was meant to deliver them to the ice cave from, from somewhere uh yeah so these are the very same bushes there should be there should be some uh, uh yeah that bush right over there there's still some left on there from last time because we didn't pick them all i'm gonna have you roll roll a perception check i'm on a 17 okay you can see that they they have been picked dry there's nothing left there's absolutely nothing left on these on these berry trees anymore so you assume that some other Pokemon may have come along and collected them. Perhaps Sfeels, Wild Sfeels, Wild Pokemon had also it been in need of some nourishment and had gone and taken the, the berries. There's, there's just nothing. You look around all of the, all of them, there's nothing there. What's your next move? I, I, I kick a stone in frustration uh, <laughs> and, and I shrug my shoulders and I turn to Abra and I'm like, what now? I'm all out of ideas. Well, there are those zigzagging thieves. There are still the zigzagging fees. Yeah, I, I say, I say, somewhat, like somewhat, hopefully, somewhat worriedly. Well, so do you guys I mean, want to look, look for those? Perhaps go and look around for this zigzagoon hideout. Or what's your, what do you want to do? Is there any clues as to where this hideout is on the bounty? You already read the read the sheet earlier with the little the snippet you ripped off, and it yep. just mentions that the zigzagoon hideout is um on the far side of the plains. So that would be. Say opposite the town, the further the, the 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 further side to the to the town. So, wh- which direction did you run in when you came out? You ran back towards the, you ran we back ran towards, towards the, mountain, the mountains. So that's not the far side. North was mountains. South was where the town was. So it would be like, uh, probably east. From from what from what's detailed on the on the sheet, it would say head sort of easterly side of plains. That's where they know roughly where where the Zigzagoon hideout would be. Okay. Yeah, uh, I, I guess uh, I guess we have we don't really have a choice. Uh, we can't we can't cheap it out now. Uh, yeah, let's go and I mean I, I say we have to go and look for this hideout now. There's there's no other ways, and I mean I guess we can try and see whether we have enough poke dollars between us to uh, to buy berries. But uh, I I don't I think we kind of want to keep well, hold of money. Well, like if they're willing to pay two hundred poke dollars for four berries, that probably means that there's they cost more than fifty poke dollars each. It's a very good point. Yeah, I guess I guess learning the value is still something I that uh, I have to get my head around. All right, let's let's walk back. Th- let's walk back through town, dry ourselves off. Can, can we? Can we? Can we stick to the path this time? Like I promise, I won't run off. <laughs> See, can... You decide not to run ahead. <laughs> yeah. That was brilliant. I really like that. I go. I put my hand up and go. You know what? Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> So you two go back down the path until you sort of reach um, opposite the entrance to Marquesa. Is that do you do you did you say you want to go back through town? Right, you went to town, or 
did you go to the entrance of town and then start heading towards immediately towards where you presume the zigzagoon base to be i mean you guys have got have you, you haven't got full hp have you no we don't have full hp i was, no, was going to mention that you know like yeah. I, I say hey do you want to like take a quick break to look at you know make sure you're okay you did get hit pretty hard by a water gun uh yeah i've i think i think maybe uh we can we could take a, a rest somewhere maybe maybe see whether we can find some food or something i don't know uh, but uh, definitely i think back into town would be a good idea there was an inn in town uh yeah. was there was there a grocery store like a, like a corner shop or something uh yeah i believe there was but that that means money again yeah yeah but it's, it's, le- it's less than eating out true so you guys uh, I mean, remember what? you guys remember about the market area as 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 you bring up the grocery store um you guys remember there was a market area with plenty yep. stores it's still about three o'clock it's maybe about three half three now you've you came back here and fought that feel so some time has passed but things would you think still things would still be open market stalls okay yeah we can uh i guess we can go and peruse the market so market's probably got to be cheaper i mean there were back back in my back in our world i'm assuming let's go let's go do that so you guys, um, you're going to head back into Marquesa through the way you exited. So you're going to pass by the mediums, uh, Clara, Routes's, Routes's Clairvoyance stall. You pass, you, you pass by Chansey's Inn. You pass by the dojo. It's called Throw and Sorks Dojo. To your left, you can see the mayor's office. Again, like I mentioned before, plenty of Pokemon around, bustling about, plenty training at the dojo. Um, and then you see up ahead, there's a sort of like another archway. Um, and you can see a lot of market stalls through there. So you, do you guys wander straight through and go and check out the stalls? Uh, I, I definitely do. I think I just keep yeah. walking through, yeah. Yeah, okay. we, can, we can come back to these other places later. Yeah, so you... Okay, let's cut to you guys looking... Um, starting from the far end of the markets. Uh, you can see there's a Sneasel Snack Shack. You can see there's a... So a stall that's very busy. Lots of Pokemon eating. Uh, sat at what seems to be like... Um, sort of like a little pop-up stand. A pop-up stall. Like a like a food, food van type thing. But it's like a bit more than a food van. So there's a lot of different trays with different dishes... Up for up for grabs there. Lots of dishes. He's looks like he's prepared for everyone to to chow down on. And you look to the side, look to the left of that store, and you can see a shop called Curlier's Attire. You can visually see a lot of clothing items outside the store on hangers. So you could definitely pick up some clothes there or accessories if you wanted to. And next to that, you can see a shop called Venture Supplies, um, which looks to have lots of, as as the name suggests, lots of um supplies for anyone looking to go out on adventures and do complete bounties so what did you guys want to which shop did you guys want to check out uh i'm hungry i think i i'm 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 seeing food and i think that's all i'm fixated on i make a mental note of adventure supplies and i go get some food as well you walk up to this um very busy very busy stall and you can see there's a couple of stalls free there's two beside each other and there's a lot of Pokemon sort of chowing down on their on their meals. You know, you hear lots of chewing sounds, lots of hustle and bustle, chatter coming going along. And uh, you can see a busy Sneasel running around behind, you know, behind the sort of I guess you call it till area, or I guess where you know, the chef the chef would be um, running around preparing more dishes and taking orders. And yeah, do you guys just go and plonk yourselves on these two? I think you, I think Chimchar, you'd go and sort of look very carefully at the chair, right, and sit down. And Abra, you might not be so careful and just go and plonk yourself down as well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, do we order at the at the table, do or do we order at the counter? Yeah, so you, in this one, you, it's kind of like those um, like a street a street cafe where you just have a you just sit down and make your order. So um, yeah, you guys go and plonk yourselves down at the uh the table, which is directly in front of where the the sneezel is. 
doing all his preparations and he looks over to you. What can I get for you? What do you want? So at this point, you guys are going to have to look at the menu, right? Well, in front of you, there's a few labeled, I guess, pots of food. So you've got there, um, you've got a curry. You've got in the first one, you've got a kind of um, a spicy curry. You've got a refreshing salad in the second pot. And in the third one, you've got some ice cream. And in the fourth one, you have some mushroom soup. No seafood. Okay. Not that you can see. No seafood that you can actually um, identify at this moment. You can ask him about seafood if you want to. No, he 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 looks busy and it's rude. <laughs> you've got like, the yeah, most. Like, po- you've got the, you've got the most politest character. Sorry, I'm I'm I want mushroom soup. Can we get two orders of mushroom soup for me and my friend? Chip yeah, Chunk, coming right up. That's twenty pokey, guys. Twenty pokey. Um, I got this. I got this. You got enough for you got enough yeah, to pay yeah. for mushroom soup. Okay. okay. Yeah, we'll we'll use the poker dollars that we found, uh, considering how this is the reason why we're here. Yep. I presume you just hand over the pokey across to Sneezewis. He's got his hand over the. Well, you just put it on the counter. What do you do? What do you, well, well, do you wait for him uh, to I'm, put I'm, his hand out? What's your? No, I'm actually, I'm actually, because money here is still relatively new for me. Like, so I, so we, we, we know I got thirty poker dollars. Uh, obviously, like, that might have taken us a little bit of time to look at it and count out and make out the money. I'm literally just gonna pick up the money and dump it. <laughs> and then slowly start counting one by one as if, like, kind of to prompt for help. Yeah. And, uh, so you can see six, that the coins have different ten. values on them. Yeah. You can... <laughs> slowly. Uh, yeah. Uh, and Maybe yeah. Sorry, I might want to help you count this out, right? I, 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 I go, sorry, we're both dyslexic, and we start counting. <laughs> <laughs> so whilst you guys are counting out your money, um, Sneasel has got some bowls. He's fan- he's, you can see behind there, like, a whole... Like a quick, a quick chef, typically in action. He's got the bowls. He whips out the spoon. He quickly puts in the the mushroom soup into one. It throws in some bread as well. He got bread with the soup. Um, and puts slides that across the bar in front of you, in front of uh, across the counter, in front of your, uh, in front of you, Abra. And he gets another one. Does the same thing. Uh, grabs his ladle. Grabs some mushroom soup. Puts that into a uh, into the pot and slides that down the down the uh, counter and. He, then he gets two flatbreads, puts them onto some, uh, almost like that bread you get, we'd get in a Turkish restaurant. You know the bread I'm talking about? The, um, not like, not like a, like a, a bit like a naan bread, but, um, yeah, I, I yeah. know exactly what you're talking about. I can't think of it. Yeah. Yeah. Some pita bread on a, on a bowl, on a plate, sorry. And slides those two down to your, down to your, down to you as well. And, uh, he, he looks, he, he looks at you whilst you're counting the money. That's <laughs> oh, <laughs> it. Okay. Do we, do we roll to count faster? No, you just just describe how you if you manage to um work out the correct amount. I mean, we, we don't. I mean, if it's all, if it's all coins, then that, that then like I don't know what the, I don't know out of character what the denominations are. So I'm like, well, yeah. it, it'll be it's pretty straightforward. They've got like they're just numbers numbered. They're numbered. Led two, one, okay. five, You know. Okay. If it's just straightforward numbers, then we just add up the money and like I say, I sorry, I lied about being dyslexic. <laughs> yeah, she says, sorry, I lied. <laughs> <laughs> he just gives you a very confused. The sneeze just gives you a very confused look. Whilst also you overhear two more two more orders being shouted. Two ice creams over here. What salad for me? You hear some orders coming in, and um, he just gets back to it and still sort of looks at you as if you he wants your money right now. He's got his hand out now. He's put his hand across the. Uh, Come on, guys, pay up, pay up. We gotta go. Gotta keep this, keep this shop rolling. Yeah, I think, I think we kind of got the gist of it. So twenty, twenty-seven, eight. There you go. Okay, Down. so he, he's <laughs> okay. You've chucked that into his hand. He sifts through it really quickly and um, 
pull, un, un, unzips his uh, little wallet he's got on his side, chucks it in, and um, he carries on uh, serving his other customers. So you guys are chowing into your into your food. So um, into our mushroom soup. What do you guys what do you guys chat about whilst you uh, have your mushroom soup? I ain't talking. I'm a mushroom soup. Mushroom soup. <laughs> I'm the end. I'm taking my time because Abra's mouth is tiny. So I have oh, to take yeah. my time. That would be, and, <laughs> and so this, get... this I can count this as a short rest for you guys if you want, because you see, I say you sit there for I mean, a while, enjoying the atmosphere, enjoying the you know the the bustling town you're in, and you you guys can definitely heal some heal some health from these uh, soups if you wish. So if you do want to, you can roll me two d four, and then you can roll you can heal from that heal that value. Two d fours. Oh, uh, well I rolled. I rolled a four, so I won't have to roll the second one because I can't overheal. All right, I'm back to full as well. Okay, excellent. Anyway, carry on. What, what were I you? Um, I interrupted you guys. Were you discussing anything? You said you were saying mushroom soup and just eating, and then um... oh yeah, I was like, uh, yeah, literally. I'm, I'm, I'm so happy. I'm humming, and it's like mushroom soup, and I'm chewing on bread and <laughs> mushroom soup, mushroom soup. Abra's taking his time, and I, and I go and like I go using psychic connection because that means i can eat and talk at the same time mm. so so what do you remember from uh from before you fell i uh i don't remember anything <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i uh yeah just chewing on a bit of a bread kind of like chewing whilst in contemplation i don't actually remember anything prior to being here well, not necessarily here. Here, this town is not where I started. I, I was in some kind of a shack or a barn not too far from here. Hence, why I knew, you know, where where we were going for that area. Uh, other than that, I don't know. I don't know who I was, who I am, where I came from, uh, whether I did come from, or whether I just don't remember. It, it, everything is just. This is why I am. I've been in, sort of like inherently nervous because I I just don't know what to expect. At this point, you remember the voice that was asking you questions, and you you remember you remember that voice. All of a sudden, you can recall um, the white void and the the voice. Okay, do, do you know? I come to think of it, whilst I was whilst I was by the barrel, and I was listening to the mayor talk, it is his voice. His voice kind of reminded me, and I I think I might have just thought it was a dream. Uh, but there was a there was a voice that I remember speaking to me as if they were in front of me before I awoke for what I would have assumed was the first time. Um, and he referred to me as if I was, I don't know, like a, a, like a chosen uh, one. Yes, actually, I do believe that might've been how he referred to me almost as if i had a purpose or i was i was put here like this is a design this isn't uh, an accident yes interesting because because that's all i remember vaguely as well and i thought it was a, a crazy dream but there's nothing from before that dream does that make sense actually it feels quite weird to say that that's probably the most sense i've ever heard since i've been here because that's exactly my experience so clearly i guess now what we now need to be asking ourselves um as we continue to learn and continue to do whatever we need to do uh, to get by here is uh, what alternative meanings there may be because 
obviously something else is happening. I mean, like to have two to have two Pokemon appear out of nowhere, and with with no memories, with no previous experiences apart from, did you have arms when you talked to that voice? No, from yeah, what is... I remember, I I had I had no limbs. It was almost as if I was just I could just see, but I couldn't. Like, but but surroundings, I couldn't see me. I, I, I existed by spirit alone. In fact, I actually think I I kind of I zoomed around a little bit and still couldn't see nothing. Oh, so you did the exact same thing. We did the exact same thing as each other. We zoomed around. No, you did. We yeah, yeah, we, no. yeah, yeah. I did. It was it, it was embarrassing. It was embarrassing because I zoomed around and then the voice came. I was like, oh, I was being watched. No, <laughs> no. You see, that that was fun. That was fun. <laughs> This is weird. <laughs> oh, okay, and with that, you guys have had finished. Your, I would say you guys have finished your soup by now. You've you've finished your soup and bread. I'm gonna have you roll me, because um, the way it works in this world is food gives you guys like a, like a perk, but it's it's gonna be you're gonna change your nature after a meal. So you need to remember your original nature, because you will go back to that nature after like one adventure. But okay. this this um this soup, you can feel an invigorating energy go through you, Chimcha, and you, Abra. You can feel some tingling in your ears, and you've got some kind of you know you've got some a new energy about you. So you need to roll. Uh, I say, Abra, Abra. So you feel this tingle of energy whilst talking about your past and um what you guys remember together. So you do remember. You both remember the void. You both remember the voice. You both remember being called a chosen one. But you don't know any more than that, so you you guys, I guess, are figuring out where you're going to go next and how you're going to figure out exactly where you guys came from and if more memories will pop up. Maybe more memories will um, pop along the way as you as you complete certain things in this or adventure round. You might have memories pop up in this moment. You just you're both enjoying the mushroom soup. Yeah, go ahead and roll a d twenty for me, um, Abra. Six. So you you <laughs> you you feel you feel re-energized. But not a lot more different. You still feel ready to go. You still feel like you're raring to go. And Chimchar, you feel this tingle of all the way through your body, a warmth in your stomach, and uh, you know, like you you flex after you had your you finished your um your soup and your bread. You go ahead and roll a d20 as well. I'm on a nine. So your nature is now apathetic. So you've got two plus two constitution and minus two dexterity. You've got a bit of a health boost, a constitution boost. Yeah, so, and with that, that's the end of today's episode, guys. You've been listening to Pokeventures, a small podcast where players become Pokemon. It's their goal to figure out how they got there and what role they have in this world. I've been Joe, your favorite DM from this point forwards. You can check our socials out in the description of the podcast. We've now got Twitter, which is Pokemon Ventures. And I've been joined today here by Thanix and George, who've been awesome. Appreciate you guys for joining in again. Uh, I think there's going to be some interesting times ahead. Don't miss out. Thanks for listening. Abra out. Guys, see you next time. Thanks for tuning into this episode. We want to wish you guys a happy Christmas and a happy new year. The next episode will probably come out in the new year. Yeah, have a great holidays and we'll see you then. Merry Christmas, everyone. Have a great new year and we'll catch you on the flip side. Merry Christmas, happy holidays, happy new year, and we'll see you in 2023.
maybe maybe my Abra has like a degree in astrophysics <laughs> and it's completely useless. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I can just imagine if that. Only, <laughs> Abra has a degree in astrophysics. If only he could read. Oh my Be god. Be the Pokemon version of hidden figures.